0: Welcome to the Caregiven Podcast. I'm Inga. And I'm Julie. And long story short, we have Caregiven. We are two mom entrepreneurs who have built an in home care business from the ground up, guided every step of the way by God's care and fueled by agape love. Almost 14 years later, we felt called to create this podcast as a resource for families with caregiving needs. Whether you care for a family member or are looking for advice on
1: professional caregiving, we want this to be a platform to support you. Each week, we will come to you with encouraging stories of families who have found the right balance for their loved ones, tips for how to care for them and you, and much more. We hope you continue to join us each week as we share in this exciting new journey together.
0: Hello, Sunshines, and hello, Julie. How are you today? I'm good. I am super good. Super good? Yeah. I love hearing that. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I'm actually excited today. I'm yeah. excited to talk about arthritis and who to thunk it.
1: <laughs> There's so much information, and and like you had said <laughs> before, there are sometimes when we talk about things, we actually learn more. Yes. And this topic has really got a, a lot of people have arthritis. Oh yeah, it it affects many, many, many aches people and pains, <laughs> and it's yeah. just not fun. How are your aches
0: and pains these days?
1: Oh, you know, I'm just getting older. <laughs> Well, I'm very achy and very painy <laughs> on the daily. Oh, yeah. I, I, uh, I work very hard not to have aches and pains, but sometimes you wake up in the morning and you're like, uh, what happened? <laughs> yeah,
0: when you hurt yourself on a pillow. Yes. Is that when you know you're getting older? You're right. <laughs> well, I have... Um, discovered some things it's basically menthol but I do buy them at the feed store (laughs) um, possibly in the for use on large animals yeah uh, type you know liniments and things that Mm. seem to help with the aches and pains I mean it doesn't take them away it just makes me notice them less I think right
1: yeah (laughs) no there's some good stuff there I do like it Mm -hmm. yeah
0: Yeah. (laughs) cool well I think we just get right into it and you brought a verse to us today this is two Corinthian's Chapter 4, verses 17 and 18, and it says, For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, since what is
1: seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. You know, everything really on this earth is temporary. Yes. And so everything that we're dealing with at some point um, when we are with our, our Lord, we'll um, feel great, we'll be youthful again, and and all of our troubles and aches and pains will be gone. Well, and what I love about that is that you took it from a, a
0: perspective of it's just temporary, mm-hmm. where somebody else might take it from a perspective of,
1: oh, this is eternal.
0: Yeah. But I love that. <laughs> I love that. It is just temporary.
1: Yes, yes. <clears throat> Isn't that funny? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, if you
0: have a verse that you'd like to share with us, please um, email those to the caregiven podcast at gmail dot com and uh, we'd love to have Julie loves to have verses to pick from. so I do. keep them coming.
1: I do. Nice. What did you bring to us today for a happy story? Oh, there's a lady that's a hundred years old, and they um she was able to adopt an eleven year old dog. Aww. And so it's very cute because this this gal, um she actually, Uh, Was grew up in an orphanage in Germany and never had a chance to have a dog. And so ever since (laughs) she got out of that orphanage and became her own person where she could be her own boss, basically, Mm -hmm. she has had pets her whole life. Um, Even at some point when um, she and her late husband (coughs) had eight (laughs) Pekingese. Wow. So anyway, she got to a point where uh, she ended up having – needing another dog because she had had a a, a little chihuahua that passed and she got pretty sad about it. But she was worried with her age at 100 that they might not let her adopt. So they found uh, the perfect little um, senior rescue dog and when they brought it to her house, it was like that dog immediately gravitated to her. She said he came to the house like he'd been there before. It was remarkable. He saw me sitting on my chair, jumped up on me, and sat in my lap. He made himself very, very comfortable. He is just my baby now. And so I thought that was super cute. And she's um, offered her new companion oodles and oodles of toys, which he likes to fetch. And um, then she gives him back massages when they watch TV <laughs> together. Um, so she's hoping to do something fun, and she named him Gucci, to celebrate her 101st birthday this December. Though she credits a healthy lifestyle to her longevity, she never had a cigarette or even a sip of alcohol. She definitely feels that spending time with pets is one of the secrets to a long, happy life. Animals bring so much happiness in our home. It's <clears> unbelievable. That is just wild and Just this week, I actually talked to a lady
0: who is looking at becoming a caregiver for um, a friend, and she was telling me when they go into town, the friend, he doesn't like to take a walker, but he will ride in a wheelchair. Well, she actually has a service dog for um, hearing to help Mm -hmm. her. So when they go, the service dog goes in the stroller. Oh, he goes in the wheelchair. She pushes the wheelchair, he pushes the stroller. <laughs> but she was talking to me about this dog that um, is a service dog for her hearing. And huh. a- as we're on the phone, clearly something had happened in the house. And she's talking to the dog, saying, "Oh yes, no, I see, I see. It's okay because the dog is there to alert her of things that she might not hear, but needs to be aware of." Oh my goodness!
1: <clears throat> Isn't that Animals are incredible.
0: Huh.
1: Wow. Yeah, I, I don't, I can't wrap my mind around how they train these animals to I do know how do they they just well it's like the guardian dogs the livestock guardian
0: dogs they just know Ugh. they know what they're supposed to do oh, I, isn't that we something? haven't trained them at all mm. yeah anyway wow. <laughs> well mine I have actually started reading Um, I've always loved the chicken soup for the soul books and mm-hmm. so I actually got the chicken soup for the golden soul and I came across this um I'm going to start with this. It's a quote by H.W. Beecher, and it says, You cannot teach children to take care of themselves unless you let them try. They will make mistakes, and out of these mistakes comes wisdom. And then the story, I guess, um, is called These Things I Wish for You, and it's written by Lee Pitts. It says, We tried so hard to make things better for our kids that we made them worse. For my grandchildren, Mm -hmm. I'd know better. I'd really like for them to know about hand-me-down clothes and homemade ice cream and leftover meatloaf. I really would. My cherished grandson, I hope you learn humility by surviving failure and that you learn to be honest even when no one is looking. I hope you learn to make your bed and mow the lawn and wash the car. And I hope nobody gives you a brand new car when you are 16. It will be good if at least one time you can see a baby calf born Mm -hmm. and you have a good friend with you if you ever have to put down your old dog. I hope you get a black eye fighting for something you believe in. I hope you have to share a bedroom with your younger brother, and it's all right to draw a line down the middle of the room, but when he wants to crawl under the covers with you because he's scared, I hope you'll let him. And when you want to see a Disney movie and your kid brother wants to tag along, I hope you take him. I hope you have to walk uphill with your friends and that you live in a town where you can do so safely. If you want a slingshot, I hope your father teaches you how to make one instead of buying one. I hope you learn to dig in the dirt and read books. And when you learn to use computers, you also learn how to add and subtract in your head. I hope you get razzed by your friends when you have your first crush on a girl and that when you talk back to your mother, you learn what ivory soap tastes like. (laughs) May you skin your knee climbing a mountain, burn your hand on the stove and stick your tongue on a frozen flagpole. I hope you get sick when someone blows smoke in your face. I don't care if you try beer once, but I hope you won't like it. And if a friend offers you a joint or any drugs, I hope you are smart enough to realize that person is not your friend. I sure hope you make time to sit on the porch with your grandpa or go fishing with your uncle. I hope your mother punishes you when you throw a baseball through a neighbor's window and that she hugs you and kisses you when you give her a plaster of Paris mold of your hand. Mm -hmm. These things I wish for you. Tough times and disappointment, hard work and happiness. Oh, pretty good, huh? That
1: is so good. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yes. It's a keeper. It is. I love it.
0: (laughs) Huh. Cool. All right. Again, reminder if you have verses or if you have uplifting stories or things that you would like us to share, please email those to the caregiven podcast at gmail.com.
1: Mm-hmm. Let's talk about arthritis. Oh my goodness. Take it so away. So much, so much to learn today. Mm-hmm. So and <clears throat> I mean, just right off the bat, we're gonna say what is arthritis. Mm-hmm. And what I found is that arthritis isn't a single disease. The term refers to joint pain or joint disease, and there are more than 100 types of arthritis and related conditions. People of all ages, races, and sex live with arthritis, and it is the leading cause of disability in the United States. Mm-hmm. It's most common amount among women, <clears throat> and although it's not a disease of aging, some types of arthritis occur in older people more than younger people. Mm-hmm. So the common um, symptoms, we'll we'll be talking about those a lot through the whole session, um, include swelling, pain, stiffness, and diminished range of motion in joints, uh, from mild to severe, and some come and go. Mm -hmm. Some may stay about the same for years, but symptoms can also progress and get worse over time. Uh, Severe arthritis can result in (sighs) chronic pain, difficulty performing daily activities, (laughs) and making walking and climbing stairs painful and grueling. It is um, can also cause permanent joint uh, changes, and those may be visible. You know, you've seen people with those knobby fingers, mm-hmm. um, the joints, <clears> um, and then. But sometimes the damage can only be seen by X-rays. Okay. So sometimes arthritis affect the heart, eyes, lungs, kidneys, and skin as well as the joints. Wow! Yeah. So basically, um, there are different types of
0: arthritis, and the first one that we'll talk about is osteoarthritis. Um, It is by far the most common type. It can damage almost any joint, but it mainly will occur in the hands, the spine, the hips, and the knees. And osteoarthritis was once considered like a wear and tear disease um, in which the cartilage, which is that protective layer on the end of the bones, would wear down after years years of use. But further research and thinking about it has changed. Um, doctors know now that osteoarthritis is a disease of the whole joint, not just of the cartilage. So bones in affected joints, they'll become weaker. The connective tissue that holds the joint together, it deteriorates, and then inflammation damages the joint lining. So contrary to decades um, of belief, inflammation plays, it does play a key role in osteoarthritis, just as it does in many other types of arthritis. Um, There's also a growing consensus that inflammatory osteoarthritis is one of several subtypes um, and other subtypes might be associated with like a post-traumatic injury such as a torn ACL or some type of a fracture, Um, work-related damage that can come from physically demanding jobs like farming or construction, also lifestyle factors um, including excess weight, lack of exercise or poor diet. But although the prevalence of osteoarthritis tends to increase with age, it's not an inevitable part of growing older. So you can help prevent joint problems if you stay active, if you maintain a healthy weight, if you limit foods that stoke inflammation, things like red meat, highly processed foods, and sugar. Um, And they do say that better things would be berries and leafy greens and wild salmon, whole grains, and olive oil.
1: There's that diet there There it is again.
0: Um, (laughs) If you already have mild to moderate joint pain and stiffness, regular physical activity, hot and cold therapies, um, judicious use of over-the-counter pain pain relievers, and assistive devices might help manage the symptoms. Also, those things that I get at the feed store. (laughs) Um, But they do say when joint symptoms are severe, um, causing limited mobility and affecting quality of life, you might want to discuss other possible surgical solutions with your doctors or other things Mm. they can
1: do. Okay, so that one's the most common. Yep. Okay, there is the autoimmune inflammatory arthritis. Um, A healthy immune system is protective, right? Mm -hmm. It generates inflammation to clear infections and heal injuries. But in the inflammatory arthritis, the immune system is overactive, attacking healthy tissue, including joints in the spine, hands, and feet. In some people, it uh, becomes systematic, damaging the eyes, skin, heart, and other organs. Uh, So... (laughs) Basically, that's where the immune system loses the ability to distinguish self from not-self and attacks the body that it's supposed to be protecting. Mm-hmm. So um, rheumatoid arthritis actually is the most common form of autoimmune inflammatory <laughs> arthritis. Uh, there's psoriatic arthritis. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Juvenile I hear about that is Isn't that interesting? Yeah, psoriatic Arthritis, don't you hear, like, Mm -hmm. medicines for that Mm -hmm. all the time? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's not knowing what causes inflammatory arthritis in every person, but the general consensus is that something in the environment, a virus, stress or smoking, for example, can trigger it in people who are genetically predisposed. So anyway, uh, the trillions of most friendly bugs that live in your gut, skin, and mouth, collectively uh, called the microbiome. We're getting some big words here. (laughs) Not going to lie, I did a, how do you pronounce this? (laughs) Uh, Regulate immune cells throughout the body and shape how the immune system functions in various diseases. Mm -hmm. So when those little communities get out of balance because of a poor diet, um, some kind of an antibiotic treatment, stress, or other factors, they can no longer regulate like Mm -hmm. they should. And so they... That's a thought that that's one of the key factors for the uh, rheumatoid arthritis and other autoimmune inflammatory conditions. Really? Isn't that yeah. interesting?
0: Yeah, and they say with autoimmune and, or inflammatory types, um, early diagnosis and treatment are critical. So slowing the disease activity is going to help minimize or prevent permanent joint damage, as well as reducing your pain and improving your function and quality of life. Um Remission, of course, is always the goal, but low disease activity may be more realistic, um, a more realistic target for people. And this is usually best achieved with a combination of medications, that healthy lifestyle we always talk about, regular Mm -hmm. exercise, restful sleep, healthy food choices, less stress. Um, I would like a prescription for that, please. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The medication depends on the type of arthritis, of course, and so the severity of symptoms and how well someone is going to respond to that particular drug. For some people, the first medicine tried might not be the best fit, and some arthritis drugs can have unpleasant side effects or lose their effectiveness over time. So um, as with... Sometimes things how they go, you might have to do a few tries to figure out which one, which medication is going to be the one that's going to work.
1: Oh, that's the worst, though. It it is. You really wish that that first pill was the one that I was just going want to help one you. pill, yeah.
0: just one, the right one, the right one, and only <laughs> that I have to take only once oh, to fix it.
1: Oh my gosh! If only, if only. <laughs> yeah. So um, sometimes infectious arthritis is a bacterial, viral, or fungal. Infection that triggers this arthritis. It usually starts when an infection from another part of the body travels to a joint, usually the knee. Mm. Isn't that <laughs> interesting? Mm. Symptoms like swelling, pain, and fever can be sudden and intense, but treatment with antibiotics and antifungals usually clears the infection pretty well. Uh, most viral infections last a week or two and go away on their own. Um, and so and then to the extreme where some people have to have the joint drained, mm-hmm. you know, so there's some kind of... I would have never even thought about
0: infectious arthritis. Nope. I would have not known that was a thing. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. Then there's gout. Um, this is metabolic arthritis. And I'm glad that we're learning about this because you hear about gout all the mm-hmm. time, but I had no idea what mm-hmm. what it actually is. So mm-hmm. metabolic or gouty arthritis, um, also or commonly known as gout. This results from a buildup in the joints of painful uric acid crystals. So... These are a byproduct of the breakdown of purines, um, substances normally found in the human cells and many foods, especially red meat, um, organ meats, some seafoods, and alcohol. So normally the body is going to be able to get rid of that excess uric acid, but when it doesn't, it can accumulate in the joints and that can cause sudden and intense bouts
1: of pain, especially the big toe. Oh, Interesting. <laughs> Hurts so bad. I've. Um, the first time I ever heard about gout was when I was young and I was reading Archie comics. Oh, okay. The principal at the school had gout. And it was actually, you know, it helped the kids, the naughty kids. Cause oh, sure. He'd have, was he, wouldn't, he wasn't able to move <laughs> around very oh. fast. <laughs> but um, one of Mike's good friends has gout. Mm-hmm. And it's got him just really buggered up. He, wow. He's not able to, um, and it, 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 there's flares so it's right. not always so bad thankfully but man when it flares he's a he's got problems he's wow. he just can't get around and hmm. it's isn't that weird that it hits your big toe? Yeah, that is. That interesting. I almost interesting. wonder if it's like a muscle cramp and your big toe oh, just. Oh gosh, can I don't you imagine? About it. oh. uh, like it's curling up and it just. Oh, you ah. don't have
0: to describe it for us. <laughs> <laughs> I just got the heebie-jeebies. Ugh. The good <laughs> news, though, is that most people with high uric acid levels never develop gout. Oh, or, yeah. um, and and honestly, many gout patients have normal uric acid. Some research suggests that certain factors, in addition to uric acid. Uric acid might trigger the gout. Mm. Um, Possible culprits include damage from osteoarthritis, uh, disruptions in the microbiome, and even white blood cells in the fluid inside of the joints. Mm. So um, some people will experience only one gout attack or flare and never have other symptoms. They don't typically require medication. People who have more than one gout flare or severe symptoms are typically prescribed um, uric acid-lowering drugs. So those drugs can have serious side effects, though. um, Might not... Address the real problem. So in addition to taking the medication, patients are advised to adopt a mostly um, plant-based, low-purine diet, rich in fruit, vegetables, whole
1: grains, olive oil, and low-purine fish. Yeah. So basically when you're having all of this, the first thing to do is get an accurate diagnosis Mm -hmm. of what's causing the joint pain. So you go to your primary care physician and talk about the symptoms and we're going to get into that too. Um, But then you may be referred on. What are you laughing about? Sorry, I'm laughing because there's a comedian that talks about basically getting old and having
0: aches and pains and goes to the doctor and the doctor's basically like, yeah, you're just old. So he's like, oh, so I just bugger off then? I'm just old. This is how it is now. And I was just like, talking about
1: that. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead, carry on. <laughs> hopefully they're not going to be quite that It happens these It does days, happen. It does happen. I have heard of a couple terrible stories oh, actually geez. lately.
0: Be your own advocate.
1: Oh. Don't let them get
0: away with that. <laughs> right,
1: right, right. So you may be referred to a rheumatologist or an orthopedic and we'll get down, talk about that a little bit down the road. Sure. So now we're going to talk about the pain and, um, I'm still working on getting that toe trying to straighten your toe back out oh, from a cramp? Oh my gosh, I about gave myself a cramp just thinking about I know, it. I know, now I'm thinking about a charley horse and my calf. And um, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, my toes, I'm just like, stay straight, straight, stay straight. Do not cramp, do not yes. cramp. So talking about arthritis pain, so when you live with chronic pain, the only one who can know how much it hurts is you. Yep. That's so important. It's one of those <clears throat> invisible diseases yep and that is tough. invisible very personal yeah yeah and 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 you're just gonna say to somebody I just don't feel good it's, I'm achy and nobody <clears throat> gets it because <clears throat> it's not a gash they don't see the cast they don't right. see this the stitches yeah what's wrong with you you look fine <laughs> exactly yeah, that's tough. Um, so um, <laughs> this pain can be hard to describe because it's both invisible and personal. If you can't put in the words how much pain you're in or how it affects your life, your, your doctor can't prescribe the right treatment for you. Mm-hmm. And that's true. I mean, I, I know that they've come up with those smiley faces. Yep. You know, they're supposed to be for kids, but I think it helps everybody. <laughs> Everything from a crying, I think it's from 1 to 10. And then um, the, in the middle is just kind of hanging out. But the other mm-hmm. one, when you're happy, then there's no pain. Right. But when somebody says, "Well, how does it feel?" and you're like, "Oh, it's kind of a burny, stabby." Right. You know, and you're like, "I don't I can't, I don't even know how to tell you." And then you're like, "Okay, am I nuts?" You know. <laughs> well, you, you yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I but it's
0: interesting though um that you say that because and even in this article it talks about like different types or descriptions of what the pain mm-hmm. feels like. Mm-hmm indicate different types of things right right? so aching dull um, might be muscle strains or arthritis pain yeah Um, like shooting electric tingling burning pins and needles usually is more indicative of nerve pain Mm. Um, sharp stabbing would be maybe like an injury such as a broken bone a muscle or a ligament tear penetrating wounds um throbbing could be like headaches um, abscesses gout Oh, that's, I guess your big toe just drops like that. Um, (laughs) Tightness can be muscle spasms. Mm, And then also, um, it's important to be able to talk about, like, where is the pain? Right. So, is it deep in your shoulder joint? Is it in the muscles near the surface, under the kneecap, and the back of the knee? Things like that. I think the more specific you can get about it, um, the better your doctor is going to be able to help you diagnose or figure out where, what's causing it. Right. Um, you know, is it on the outside of your hip? Is it in your groin? Is it in one spot? Does it travel? Does it remain steady? Does the pain come and go? Um, does it flare up with certain movements or things like that?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. hmm Yeah. So all things to pay attention to. Yeah, and that's interesting because I've had a shoulder thing uh, this summer that <clears throat> I've been trying to figure out because I don't have a bit of trouble until I do that one movement. Yep. And then it just hurts so bad. Is it like a stabby or um, like a Yeah, see there we go. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's more of a dull thing, but it's and I, I think it's when I'm like rotating in. Yeah. And what I've come up with and so I'm self diagnosing <laughs> myself is that when I go to bed and I get into a cold bed, there's nothing worse. So I'm gonna right. have to get out the electric blanket or Do something. It, man, that's but um when I get into bed and I get that pillow I get so in I just right it just cuddle right in. And then if I fall asleep that way it's just like I'm, I wake up and I'm like, okay, can I now stretch back <laughs> out or am I stuck in this position? And I'm thinking that I, maybe that's how I lay mostly oh, on this shoulder, too. Could be. And so, you know, you got <clears> to <throat> kind of look for patterns. You got to look for things that, um, why, why am I having this? Right. Yeah. And a lot of times it takes some trial and error. Mm-hmm. And especially if you're having
0: like referred pain and things like that, what you, where you think it's coming from might not be where it's coming from at all. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. 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 No, um, sciatic pain. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a pain another, in the butt, pain in the butt. Oh, well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right here. How can Inga be there, but still be a pain in my butt?
0: I'm just talented that way. <laughs> I think, um, it's important to, if you are experiencing pain, like to write it down and really think about what, um, how does it make you feel yep. when, you know, chart on it, because the more information you can give to your medical professional, the easier it's going to be for them to work through and, um, figure out, you know, how to make a good, a good, solid, accurate diagnosis. Oh,
1: well, and then when you think you're going to remember these things, you're yeah, not, you don't. you're don't. you not going to remember. You're going to tell you.
0: Oh, sorry. Okay. One thing. <laughs> Um, Kevin used to have headaches very, very frequently until I told him I was going to start writing down when he was having headaches, <laughs> and then he's not having them as frequently anymore. I don't know if it's because he's not having them or because he's not, not telling, telling me. you. And that's
1: probably my vote on <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, probably. One. Oh my lordy. Yeah, yeah. So and pain affects everything in your life, right? Yeah. Boy. Yep. Uh, yesterday I was just kind of feeling down about a bit, and wow. it, it just it just turned out <laughs> it, I was. I was I wasn't feeling a hundred percent, and it just affects your whole darn day. Yep. Um, so you got to tell um, your doctor which activities activities you've had to adjust and which ones you now avoid entirely because mm-hmm. of your pain. Um, boy, it, it it could take away the funnest part right. of your life of what you look forward to. Are you a hiker? Are you you know what what do you do? But now you just <laughs> feel like you can't. Right. Um, well,
0: I started going to um, physical therapy for that thoracic outlet syndrome. Right. And they have the questions that basically asks you, can you do the same amount of work? Can you do less work? Can you do, you know, after hours or whatever, are you still able to do everything you want to do? And, and as I'm going through and answering those, I'm like, wow, I didn't realize that this is impacting me as much as it is. But when you're in that constant pain, Mm -hmm. um, you do limit what you you just, you kind of get through the day Mm -hmm. um, and then you just don't really want to do anything else. So yeah, thankfully, thank goodness for physical therapy and chiropractic because
1: Mm -hmm. I'm like, a million bucks. <laughs> there you go. So they say that function is huge. Yes. Uh, examples of life changes is have you been skipping your morning jog because of the pain? Well, that's on that's you. That's why. That's on you because if you like to run, what is wrong with you?
0: <laughs> no, I've been skipping my morning jog because I... Just don't want to. I don't
1: jog, <laughs> Just, especially in the morning. Oh my. Are you missing work? Oh, see, now there, that's when I have a problem because I don't yeah. want people missing work. Well, and do you ever come,
0: like what I found was happening with me is I would come here, but I couldn't concentrate or, yeah. you know, produce as much as I should be able to produce in a day because
1: you're just kind of focused on yeah. hurting, right? Yeah. Oh Yeah, it, 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 it simply overtakes you mm-hmm. and you've got, and sometimes you don't even know. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute. What is wrong? Something's wrong with me. And then <coughs> you uh, are able to get past it. You're like, I was feeling pretty crappy. Yeah. yeah. Um, can you barely get out of bed <laughs> in the morning once again? <laughs> I don't want you to get out of bed because oh. I already have my electric blanket out and it's the most delightful feeling in the world to be snuggled in. Oh, well, and how come just when the the uh, alarm goes off is when you finally got really, really comfortable. Yes, always. Oh, my gosh. But um, the other thing that I hate is as it's getting darker mm-hmm. again earlier. Mm-hmm. You know, when you wake up and the birds are singing and the sunshine is out there, psh, jump oh, right yeah, out you're of like, bed. Nowadays, it's cold, and you're just waiting to listen to the news to see how cold it <laughs> is. And, no. Yeah. I, bummer, bummer, yeah. bummer.
0: And then you, you can get, I mean, you can – it, it can really be debilitating. And if you are in such chronic pain that it leaves you so drained and depressed that you just don't even want to be around people or anything,
1: you know, mm. you really need to get checked out. Oh, oh. <clears throat> And like you said, they talk about a journal. Mm-hmm. You know, when do you hurt? Is it is it morning? Is right. it, um, then you get going and, and things <clears throat> kind of unkink. Um, and then what, what helps you and what worsens your pain yeah so write that journal even if you just have a old calendar on those days sure write that kind of stuff down because you absolutely will not remember when somebody's asking you those specific questions
0: yeah and especially if you are in a lot of pain because it just you just kind of like glaze over check out you know you do yeah so let's talk
1: about recognizing some of the symptoms of arthritis right so stiffness uh so Basically, if you have arthritis, your joints will most likely feel stiff and hard to move. When and for how long they feel stiff will help your doctor determine what type of arthritis you have. When do you feel most stiff? Is it in the morning? How long does it last? Following exercise, after you've been sitting for a while, after exercising. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Now time. I want to say just cause you have a general aid campaign doesn't mean you have arthritis yes, because I have diagnosed true. myself with every arthritis <laughs> at this point.
0: Well, every topic that we talk about, I'm like, Oh, I definitely have that.
1: No, We're almost as bad as the WebMD. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, and the next one is swelling. So that one I would take as the next big yes. scary thing yeah. to say, Oh gosh, something's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, uh, Uh, Areas around your joint may feel warm, look puffy, or red, Mm -hmm. and it may only hurt when you touch the area all the time. So my kids, it hurts. Well, don't touch it. (laughs) It won't hurt. Stop touching it. You'll be fine. (laughs) You may also feel like there is fluid in the swollen area. Um, I think about knees. Mm -hmm. I know one time Mike... kinked his knee and um, they had to go in and I think Kevin's had several knee problems (laughs) uh, and had to drain the fluid and and boy that that it really helped a tremendous difference like yes like you're saying almost immediate relief draining Uh, that
0: fluid off icky ouchy
1: this is likely because the tissue around your joint is inflamed Um, and so once again location of pain and stiffness and that's just where all your parts move right all your joints Your fingers, your toes, your hands, your wrists, your elbows, your knees, your ankles, your feet, your shoulders, your hips. Woo! I was getting on a roll there. Your jaw. Isn't there like a... Even your jaw.
0: And your lower back.
1: Shoulders, knees, and toes. Knees knees and and toes. toes, Knees and toes. Head and shoulders. Knees and toes. Clap your hands and praise him. Perfect. And then you go faster and faster and faster. (laughs) It's nice. Very fun. Okay.
0: Uh, Nature of joint symptoms. So understanding how your joints bother you the most will also help your doctor decide if you have arthritis or if it's some type of other condition. Um, so basically, do you have these joint symptoms, uh, stiffness, pain, warmth, redness, joint swelling that lasts for more than three days, joint swelling that occurs more than three times a month, uh, or difficulty moving a joint?
1: So it <laughs> seems to me that all of these symptoms, we've just been saying them over and over. Mm-hmm. So that's good, right? Because you, it might help you quicker to determine yeah. what's going on. Mm-hmm you know, all all of that. So when is it time to see the doctor for joint uh, pain uh, is basically uh, people are often surprised that arthritis isn't a diagnosis. Like we said before, Mm -hmm. it's a general term that covers over a 100 diseases. Mm -hmm. So um, basically, you just want to be proactive and get prompt attention Mm -hmm. so that you if there's something else going on, that you can get on top of sure. it right away. Well, and especially if it is like one of the autoimmune arthritises or things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. They basically say that at, of all of the symptoms that we've already talked about, mm-hmm. uh, just get to a doctor, set your appointment, and um, just get on top of it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, just mostly anything that lasts over three days or something that you have several episodes in a month. Mm-hmm. So, of course, redness, swelling don't wait right those are indicative of inflammation and infection right and those those can be really really scary right yeah so they do
0: like recommend that where you start typically is going to be with like a primary care practitioner right um and then it it can be difficult to diagnose you might need to see a specialist Um, rheumatologists are specialists in arthritis and diseases that involve bones muscles and joints. They are trained to make difficult diagnoses and to treat all types of arthritis, especially those that require complex treatment. So you might be also referred to an orthopedist if you have some type of a degenerative arthritis. Mm. But
1: just your general practitioner is a good starting place. Right, Mm -hmm. right. We do have eight um, different self-management habits to help you take control of your arthritis Mm -hmm. because a diagnosis of arthritis can be very overwhelming. You're dealing with a ton of new information. You may feel worried about the uh, future, and you're getting used to um, talking with different health uh, providers who help you manage your disease. Mm -hmm. A chronic illness can be a lot to handle, but rest assured you can do it. So basically, you have to be the one... To get in there and get your disease <clears throat> under control and stay as healthy as possible and it's called self-management mm-hmm. um, and that's about making healthy lifestyle choices and learning to manage the physical and emotional effects of arthritis right never thought about the emotional emotional
0: yeah well it's just that chronic pain is just really it
1: yeah. takes a toll
0: yeah, so yeah. they start by saying to be organized, take charge of your treatment plan by keeping track of your symptoms, your pain levels, your medications, and possible side effects so that together with your doctor, you can de- can determine what is working best for you. Um, I guess there are even health trackers out there that you can use for this type of thing. Oh my gosh, or- the apps <laughs> that are
1: available are unbelievable mm-hmm. that you can get them on your smartphone yep. and just document everything. Yep. Which at some point we're going to be talking about social media. So. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Maybe you can get that app in that one. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, big thing. Manage your pain. Get on top of the pain. You don't want pain to take over your life. So um, there's all kinds of different therapies that right. you can talk about with your doctor. Mm-hmm. And um, just re- research. You just got to research and, yep. and get smart. What's going to work for you? Because what works for me isn't going to work for you necessarily. Sure. Yeah. Um, but you know, I do know that when you have a new cream and you're like, you got to try this. I love to try it because it's like, Oh, that feels warm or Oh, that, you know, that feels like it's really getting into. Oh yeah. The new, yeah. Excuse me. Liniments. Yeah. The liniments. I love them. Yes. Um, they, they do
0: say you need to address the emotional side of it. So coping with a new diagnosis and the pain and limitations that may come with that can wear on you emotionally. So, um, don't don't
1: pretend like it's not happening. Yeah. Just face it head on. Yep. Yep. Tackle fatigue. Uh, Fatigue can be a one-two punch. It can be caused by your disease or the daily stress of living with a chronic disease. And so there's things, I mean, we could go on and on about this, but truly how now are we going to deal with the fatigue if that is part of what you're dealing with? Right. Improving sleep is always good.
0: Um, Pain and sleep, Problems can go hand in hand, Mm. and oftentimes pain is going to make it harder to sleep. Mm -hmm. And then poor sleep can worsen your pain. So you want to figure out a routine for yourself that helps you um, make sure that you are improving your sleep
1: quality. Right. Get moving. Um, It may be the last thing you want to do when you're in pain, but exercise will help. It strengthens muscles that support your painful joints, keeps joints mobile, and helps you get restful sleep, boosts your mood, and helps you lose excessive pounds that add stress to joints. Mm -hmm. It's true I mean
0: every morning when I wake up and I'm like oh I ache I pain but then you get up and you start moving
1: around you're like oh maybe it's not so bad. And people (coughs) sometimes do sit down and they don't want to get back up Mm -hmm. and uh, it's one of those things where you use it or lose it and we talk about that a lot with people and it's just amazing that even getting outside in the sunshine and just walking a block Right. what it's going to do for you it yeah. doesn't take much but you've got to do that thing Yep. yep. you want to balance activity with rest um, so
0: rest is important when your disease is active and your joints feel painful swollen or stiff lighten your schedule and obligations and ask for help when you need to you want to pace yourself throughout the day
1: and take breaks when you can eat a balanced diet <sighs> yeah here we go <laughs> Well, obviously, healthy eating it is the base of everything, right? And so, watch your weight. Um, add anti-inflammatory foods that are rich in antioxidants to help control inflammation. Yeah. So, but we knew that the diet was going to come into it because it always does. Diet and exercise always. We could really just have a show that's like
0: introduction, um, verse, happy stories. Eat a balanced
1: diet. Grandma saying. Toodaloo. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, yep. Um, Managing uh, your chronic pain... Take your medicine, manage your weight, stay active, keep a positive attitude like we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. But there was a couple little stories in here where somebody that was living with a chronic pain, they were able to kind of give some positivity to it. So Monica uh, was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis at the age of 71. She uh, was active and healthy, teaching full-time at a local university. One day, she woke up with terrible pain in her hands, feet, and skin. I never want to feel pain like that again, she said, mm-hmm. recalling her early flares of joint inflammation. My skin skin hurt, my joints all ached, I couldn't even open the door of my car. <laughs> oh. hmm. Instead of giving in to her pain, she sought treatment from a rheumato- rheumatologist. She began taking a, a medication and she pushed herself to stay physically active and maintain a positive attitude about living with arthritis. She um, started, actually, the Arthritis Foundation is where we're getting most of our information Mm -hmm. today, but they actually have an exercise program (coughs) as well. And she also (coughs) went to dance classes. Because she took charge of her health, she was able to continue working at the university. That's awesome. Way to go, Monica. Yeah, yeah. (coughs) Then there was Steve. Um, He played football for years, And um, it never crossed my mind that I would get an injury that would hamper me for the rest of my life. He says he's now 50, and he's developed terrible knee pain from osteoarthritis. And he was a former offensive lineman. He's 6 foot 5 inches tall and 280 pounds. Um, When he was in his peak playing days, he stays active by regularly (laughs) riding a stationary bike and doing resistance training in water. I love water. Yeah, that's, that's the, that's the best. Yes. Well, the heated pool. (laughs) I don't love any cold water. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, and that stationary bike also mm-hmm. is pretty good for you. Yeah. Uh, keeping his weight down with exercise and a good diet helps lower the pressure on his knees. Ten to fifteen pounds makes a huge difference. Otherwise, I would be have constant swelling in my knees. Yeah. So he knows what he has to do to keep that going. And what have I heard? And <laughs> I'm not going to get the numbers right, but for every ten pounds you're overweight, it adds like thirty pounds pressure. Oh wow! To your knees. So, my poor knees. (laughs) (laughs) Ding dong. Dang. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'll work on that. I'll get on that. (laughs) Oh, goodness sakes.
0: Well, that's cool. I learned a lot about arthritis. Yeah. Way more than I knew coming into today. So, that's
1: cool. Yeah, yeah. No, (laughs) I'm glad that we talked about that because I think a lot of us – you know, at some point are gonna deal with that. And we all have our aches and pains. So yep. but don't freak out. Just because you have an ache and a pain doesn't mean you right. got all these other things. Right. But it's it's good to be aware. For sure. Well thank you for that, Julie. Uh-huh.
0: Um let's see. Grandma saying today. Let's see what what did we have for a
1: grandma saying? So basically, um, it was very cute because um, this one, when we talked about f- pain, um, Dan had been talking to his grandma about pain, and he said to his, his grandma one day, he said, Grandma, how do you deal with pain? And she actually said, and it's very unique, but she said, I, I, I deal with my pain with your hands, dear. Um, when you do it with your mind, the pain hardens ever more rather than relieving yourself it's true yeah that's great that's she a good was one. a
0: smart grandma she was a smart grandma <laughs>
1: yeah cool well thank you guys for listening
0: today i hope you learned something new mm-hmm. um if you have not yet done so please go and subscribe to the podcast you can do that on uh let's see spotify google Podcasts, mm-hmm. apple Podcasts. Uh, you can watch us on youtube that's always entertaining i think a little anyway <laughs> um leave us a review join our facebook care and share group and Email us your verses, your uplifting stories. You can do that at the Podcast at gmail.com. And
1: I think that's it for the day. Yeah. Peace out, Girl Scouts. I liked this one. I did too. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you. Have a good day.